0: Hello and welcome back to the Butter Pie Podcast. I'm your host Oliver, and today I'm joined by Jack.
1: Hello, mate. How are you doing?
0: I'm all right, mate. Yeah, it's been been a long weekend, and you know, now recording this just for Monday night football. I think it's been
1: you know, a great
0: weekend of football so far, and well, unfortunately, yeah, we didn't get any goals on Saturday. I know yesterday it was a Flurries of goal, especially with Leeds, Chelsea, and Man City, Newcastle. You know, you see these goals winding on CV, but you know, not any at Deepdale again. Our fourth nil nil draw. What's your thoughts on that, Matt?
1: I think the same as every other game.
0: Uh, that
1: perhaps we should have won the game again, creating the chances, just not being able to finish them. It's pretty much the same as the other draws, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, there's got to be a time where something clicks, and you know, we end up we end up scoring four or five goals because it's it was the same against Rotherham. You know, we score early, and I think uh, we would it would beat Rotherham probably two three 0 and that's nothing against Rotherham. I, I thought we were spectacular against them, and with Watford. To be fair, both teams could have had, like, the chances to go one-up. I know that Ray Minaj for Watford missed two golden opportunities, you know, 1v1 and ended up putting it about 18 rows into the cup. So, you know, they definitely had the chances, but so did we. And we've got to be a bit clinical, haven't we? You know, I do feel like it's going to click sooner rather than later. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think we can go, you know... Another, another couple of nil nils in a row because, well, I know I'll I, lose my mind. Yeah, needs to be a goal. Brad Potts has scored hundred percent of our goals, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it is something to be too worried about at the moment. If it carries on, potentially, yeah. But I think you got to look at the positives. We've not conceded in five. You know, Freddie Woodman to come in, not conceding the goal, and doesn't look like conceding the goal either. Liam Lindsay's been fantastic, Johnstone mm-hmm. fantastic, Andrew Hughes has been fantastic, and he, he's got got a bit of an injury, so fingers crossed he gets back from that. Has there hasn't there been any news on that? I've not seen anything. I know, I know he's had a scan. I know he's had a scan, um, and he thinks he'll be all right soon. I, I think it's just this shoulder. But I, I'm unsure about like the timescale. I think Ryan Lowes as well. He's just going to see how it goes. But yeah. we've got we've got to be uh, hoping for a quick return for Andrew Hughes because he's been pivoting. Obviously,
1: yeah. I think I thought Greg Cunningham did really well when he stepped in, though. Um, I think a lot of people still have question marks, including you. Uh, but uh, I was pretty impressed with him. I thought he did get caught out a little bit by pace, and obviously, but. I still think he's a. I still think he was tremendous. Really, did did really well to fill in the role.
0: Yeah, and that's all you can ask for him, Greg. Really, in it because mm-hmm. he's, he's probably not expecting to to play any minutes, and he's come on from I think he's about 16 minutes and putting a sterling job. And exactly, you know, I think I think he looked, I think he looked the part, and I think he'll get a couple more minutes uh, against Wolves uh, today. When this goes out, so yeah. so it'll be good for them to get a run out. But focusing back on to the Watford game, do you think at any point we should have you know potentially won it?
1: I think I think there was that chance in the first half with Brown where he volleyed it straight, and it was a great save by Backman. Um, was it and the then second, the second half Second half
0: and this
1: there, was, is end. there was a there was a chance in the second half. I was about to get onto it. And I think someone put in the ball, and I think it might have been Brown. It was Brown. Yeah, and uh, he flicked it on, and Backman saved it again. And um, those were probably the two best chances. And I think Watford's best chances were when Ray I forgot his last name. R- Minaj. I, yeah, I was about to say Ray Ray Minaj like Nicki Minaj. But, but um, he obviously got put through twice and absolutely fluffed it. Was it twice? No, once, wasn't yeah. it?
0: No, no. We had two golden opportunities. He got put through 1v1 once and scared it over. And then he got um, a ball over his shoulder where he volleyed it. And that was awful as well, for Well Where I'm sat on the Invincibles,
1: some Watford fans were already celebrating that as well. When he was put through, I couldn't believe my eyes.
0: Yeah, and we're going to concede soon. Like it's not, it's not going to go on forever. We are like, we are going to concede soon.
1: Another day, those goes in, those go in. Yeah, yeah. I bet striker
0: puts them away. Yeah, absolutely. But what one thing that I um, pointed out on the Twitter space, which we did after the Watford match, like straight after the Watford match, was. It was, you know, we're we're playing this style that probably isn't suiting Emil Reese. You know, he came on and we're whipping the balls into the back post, the Emil Reese who scored 20 goals last season and we're not playing to his strengths. Robbie Brady had about, you know, I'm not sure how many crosses it was, but I know it was double figures and none of them were successful because we don't have that type of striker in the box to be, you know, putting the head on the line. Because Reese isn't that type of player. I know. I'm unsure about Parrot. Parrot might come in from a flying header, but he doesn't strike me as a player that will, you know, get his head on things and you know, do whatever. So, should press the north end if they are going to stick to his style. Potentially look. I mean, I'm not sure how long's left the transfer market, but look for a striker that you know can get their head on the ball and you know can, you know, command around <coughs> the twelve yard box. Simon Mackinac. Bring him back, I say. I'm joking. Um,
1: we do, I think we do need that striker that will get his head onto things. Um, and obviously, I think, uh, obviously, I know we've talked about Jiz Camp, six foot, plays in the area divis, uh, for Villain too. Um, well, don't blame the... they actually got relegated last season, I think. Um, but yeah, I think he might be a good option, maybe an aerial threat, but maybe try and, um, Dare I say it? Bring Jordan Hugo back. He will
0: get his head onto stuff. Yeah, I, I think I think that game was probably set for Jordan Hugo, but is it for now under low? Because I'm unsure what what's going to happen with Reese. And I think everyone is now is now the best chance to get the best out of Reese and find a system that suits Reese. Because let's be honest, he's our, he's one of our best players. Let's not be around the bush. he scored 20 goals you know, last season, with 16 Championship, four in the Cup. So he's a pivotal part of our strike force. He knows where the net is. Surely we've got to build around that and, you know, find a system or a way that can suit him rather than, you know, a way that Ranlo believes that's just a good brand of football to play.
1: Um, Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I think the way we're playing is so suited to everyone else. And I feel like if we may if we do try and suit it around Emil Reese, I feel like we might disrupt the harmony. It might disrupt the way we're playing. Because, you know, if we suit if we're trying to play it into Reese, then uh what are the repercussions of that? If we suit- if we try and make it suited around Reese, what are the repercussions? You know but I don't think with potentially, but I feel like we just need to find a way of, you know, making him fit before mm. uh, before we decide to sell him on.
0: You well, know. with this system, you know, Troy Parrot starting up top by himself, and he's linking up and play well. What I felt on Saturday was he was so secluded at up top at times. Like we we have the midfield four of four centre midfielders. Yeah, DJ's creative, and then you got Brown, you got Leton, and you got Whiteman. And that the, the the I'm unsure what to say, but like I remember one point where like the ball got knocked up to Troy, and he did fantastically at holding it down. And then the closest player was 20 yards from him, so it does seem there's the, a bit of a disconnect, then yeah, like we need to not only help him. Emile, but we need to help Troy. And I think Emile and Troy will both be fantastic partners together if given the chance. But then it's whether or not you know Ryan Lowe wants to take out a midfielder, which the midfield's been solid, because like we've been overrunning games and mm-hmm. overrunning midfields, especially against Rotherham. It was a bit 50 50 against Watford, but obviously they had fantastic players like Chowdhury and that Esprilla, I think he's called, an 18 year old uh, who was fantastic. Yep. So, do you take out a midfielder to bring in Emil Reese? I personally believe you do because, you know, yeah. we've got we've got to put the ball in the back of the net, and Emil Reese is our best chance to put the ball in the back of the net. Exactly. Then, do, do you worry about potentially getting over on the midfield ourselves?
1: Maybe, but if it means we're scoring goals, I think maybe it's worth, maybe a risk worth taking. I feel like the way we set up, we set up anyway, I feel like the defence are really solid as it is. So I don't think, I, maybe, maybe losing, an who you knows, maybe have Troy Parrott trap back and do that job of what the midfielder would do. Because how it works is pretty much just Troy Parrott will drop deep sometimes. But he doesn't quite, you know, overload the mid. you know, he doesn't come into the midfield to overload it. That's the other person he's up front with, like Daniel Johnson. Maybe get Troy Parrot to do that. Mm-hmm. And then leave Reese up there. And then have Troy Parrot as like the link between the midfield and the attack. And I feel like that might work. That might suit him and Reese and the whole team as a whole, you know, um, we need we do need to keep this defensive solidity because obviously clean sheets is very important because if you're not conceding then you know no, I'm gonna sound very Michael Owen. if you're not conceding you're not gonna lose games. So yeah, oh. I feel like if we just I feel like I feel like Reese will I think Reese will start tomorrow against Wolves. Yeah,
0: yeah, in the club game.
1: Exactly, yeah. I
0: think you'll give him a chance against Wolves and I think he'll score. Score against the Wolves. Depends what team they put out because you could end up playing playing up against someone like that I know they've just signed up Nunes.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think Wolves would put that much of a strong team out, you know, because I feel like they're more focusing on the Premier League. You know, maybe a cup run will do for them, you know, but I feel like they'll want more of the FA Cup than the League Cup. So I don't think. They'll put too much of a strong team out. I feel like it can be a decent team, but mm-hmm. nothing to go. Oh god, yeah, we're gonna get absolutely destroyed. I feel like, you know, I feel like we bring the challenge to them. I actually think, actually, I don't know if you want to do our predictions for that now, but that's so. uh, well I'm gonna go. On. I'm gonna say we we beat them. One nil. One nil. Yeah, one nil. I think we beat them one nil. Emil Reef. I
0: nil nil. Really? 0-0. Nil, nil. Yeah, 0-0. Nil, nil. Get it in, get it written in the books, 0 Uh No, in the Cup, it's obviously different. Isn't it? Yeah. So, um, because we scored four in the Cup, didn't we?
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: I, I, I don't know
1: why. I just feel like... I feel like we, we like the League Cup, don't we? Especially in recent years, we've liked progressing a little bit in it. So, I think uh, we might fancy another run. I feel like the depth is quite competitive you know who'd have thought ryan ledson would have made this you know made the start in 11 before start as a as like a key player so uh i feel like the depth we have you know the players that we have i think is, are quite competitive so
0: uh i feel like we give wolves a run for them. yeah too. and yeah especially you can have players like alan can out the shot I didn't see Alan can play a full 90 tomorrow. Definitely. Um, maybe Alvaro, if he's back fit. I'm unsure how, how fit Alvaro Fernandez is, but if he is ready to go, potentially could see him. And I know Sean Maguire. Sean Maguire's been traded out. Potentially could end up seeing him. I'm not sure um, whether or not he will play, but you know, you give these fringe players probably a bit of a run. I know last time we didn't really give that many fringe players a, a go, did we? we no, don't. We played some starting eleven, like some starting
1: you know, first teamers and I think I think that probably might be continued tomorrow, but I think the changes will be Ali McCann and
0: uh Ben Woodburn will probably get Ben Woodburn. Emil Reese will as well. And Emil Reese, yeah.
1: Potentially could see Carrot lovely.
0: drop out for
1: a bit, maybe. Maybe yeah, give him a rest and go into this weekend, knowing you'll probably, you know, knowing he's going to start this
0: weekend. Oh yeah, and it it's more frustration. I know, I know, as P and E fans, like watching four nil nils, must be frustrating as ever. But we've got to remain positive because you, you've got to look at it as right now we have. We're unbeaten, and if we go and beat Cardiff at the weekend, what a fantastic start that is. You know, unbeaten in know, the league, yeah. two wins, four draws. I I couldn't have asked for any more. I mean. But if you if you look yeah. at it, in, if you look at it in another way, or we do we don't win on Saturday, you could spin it around on the other way. If we draw or lose, yeah, if we draw, we're still unbeaten. But that would only be one win in six. Exactly. Um, so, you know, what, what ways do you look at it? Do you look at it with a positive mindset or a negative mindset at this stage?
1: I mean, I think it's a positive, really. I don't, I don't get how anyone can be negative. You know, I think the 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 defense, the defensive solidity of this team is really showing, and I feel like. You know, we can set up to frustrate teams, you know, to annoy them. You know, teams that think they're going to put about two, three past us, I feel like we can just shut them out easily. You know, we did that with Watford. and we I think we did that with Hull and Luton. And, you know, we got results out of them. And uh, although we probably should have won against Hull and Watford, I feel like once, just once that attack clicks and we score a goal in the league at home or whatever, the next goal would be so important because Mm -hmm. I think it might just kick us off. And and I think we'll just score more and it'll be, you know, and I think, you know, I think people will start to become positive rather than just being doubters
0: simply for the sake of it. Okay. And that for me has to start on Saturday against Cardiff. I know we'll probably just leapfrogging that Wolves, but if we score yeah. a goal, then what? What a fantastic turnout it's going to be! And exactly. when we score a goal at the Deepdale, it's anticipating. It's been anticipating for three games a goal to hit the back of the net. It's going to absolutely erupt when it does. So I think thing, people, people will blow People will their eyes. Fingers crossed! It does. It does um, come sooner rather than later. The next uh, home game is Birmingham, isn't it? Yeah, third of, of September. I'm not. I, I'm not there. Fuck's sake! I, swear I tell, I tell you total. what, you, you might be the negative, uh, negative thing going to Deepdale when we, uh, when we aren't there. Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> four goals past Birmingham or something, but yeah, I, I don't think we'll slam the four nil anyway. But that's for, uh, the next podcast to predict. But very soon is. Is a transfer deadline. So, do we need to be more proactive in the window to try and get some new faces in to help us? You know, or I do you the think? Club are
1: doing. I believe the club are always being proactive. I believe the club will, I believe we'll have two or three by, the, by deadline day. I say by deadline day, by the end of deadline day. I don't see us, you know, just being so naive and sitting on this. I feel like the club knows where we need to improve, where we need to buy. And I just don't think the club will just, you know, settle for this.
0: On, um, you know, as you said, deadline day. By the end of deadline day, are you expecting North End to potentially bring someone in on deadline day?
1: Yeah, I think one of them will be on deadline day. Maybe one or two. Maybe, you know, well, you know what Risdale's like. He always, he always shows up when
0: people aren't expecting it. You know, would you th- would you think that's a bit of naivety by him. though? Yeah, panic buying. 'Cause it is the last so. You know, what was it? Last summer's window. Who do we bring on the final day? Was it Josh Murphy? And Josh Murphy and Ali, Ali McCann. McCann. Ali McCann's probably not a panic buy, but Josh Murphy he just didn't show up at North End at all. So could you potentially think, you know, this is last chance alone, we need to bring someone in. We have gone uh, down I, think,
1: I feel like we'll know our targets already and would and we've been probably trying to get them in for a while now. And we're just, you know, maybe it takes that long to get them in. Mm. Yeah. And deadline day, I think clubs just want to get their business done.
0: mm. It's it's more of like a hurry rather than longevity at this time. And what I would say, especially um, the links have come out today, of a certain somebody potentially being allowed out on loan again. Uh, He was here the latter end of... Last season, and I, I know all North End fans have been craving for him to come back for a full season. Even manager Ryan Lowe <laughs> wants him back. It's Cameron, Cameron Archer. Archer. It's number twenty-one. It's yeah. Well, what I'm what do we think? To have my heart you think? broken. You're ready to get your heart broken?
1: Yeah. he will go somewhere else. I really. I don't. I don't fully. I think his heart will be set on us,
0: but I think Villa will send him to QPR. Why QPR? Because Michael, Michael Beale. Not is it Michael Beale? Michael the the manager, uh, the ex. Uh, Steve, Stevie's right hand man. Yeah, but I did, didn't didn't? Well, at the end, um, I, I'm not sure if it was Lowe's statement or it was Cameron's where he said if he wants to go anywhere else. If he is a lad out on loan, he doesn't want to go anywhere else but Preston. I'm not sure if that was Ryan Lowe saying it. It was in a conversation I feel like he
1: want to come to. I feel like know in his mind will want to come to Preston, and I feel like he'll push for a move to Preston. But at the I end just of the day, think, I, I think Aston Villa might just go. Hmm. Yeah, at the, at the end of the day, it's
0: he'll go where he's sent,
1: won't it? I think I think he decides as well. I think yeah, I think he'll have a massive say, and I think he'll want to go come back here because he enjoyed it last. He enjoyed it here. The fans love him. His his family loves us as well, and you know, and he absolutely tore it up here. And I just think if we can have him for a full season, we have a pro- I say proven. We have a guaranteed goal scorer who will put in some of them chances Parrot couldn't. And I think we are going to be one of the teams to be, war- like, you know, one of the teams that will be up there this season. Because Cameron Archer, whoever he goes to, is going to benefit
0: someone. He'll he hit double figures. he hit- 13, 14 goals. Easily. 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 He- he's, he's... I put it to you last season. I went, where-, where does he rank in between? Like the loans of Ada McGee and stuff like that. He's right up there. He is. He is he, right he's up there. Fant- uh, you know, Daniel Iverson, Seth Manenberg. Cameron Archer's at the top. He's, he, was stepper. he was a step He was he a, a the season.
1: For someone so young, he has such maturity about his play, but still had that rawness that just allowed him just to be a massive nuisance in this league. And I feel like... Um, whichever team in the championship gets him, fingers crossed it's us, that, that every other team will be like, oh, God, we're, we're going to be we, really, you know, you know, we've got to really be on it when we come up against him. And I I really fucking know we get him because he will benefit us massively. I um, think it will benefit him as well. It will absolutely benefit him. I think it's an environment he's absolutely comfortable in. So... And Ryan Lowe trusts him. Ryan Lowe loves him, and uh, I feel like he loves us and Ryan Lowe, and he he suits our system to a T. So get him in, let him bury those chances, and maybe see recent Cameron up top again. Oh, that
0: they they worked a dream, and uh, if they are listening, I'm not sure if they are, but I know Aaron's a big uh, advocate for P and so mm-hmm. Aaron Archer. So um if if Cameron's allowed out alone, just you know, give, give him give him a nice little message telling him to come back to Preston because uh, come,
1: come into the away-end in tomorrow. The... <laughs> oh, against Wolves. They said they were gonna be there. Hey, they said they were gonna be there. I they actually are if they actually are, someone go up to him and ask him about it. Because if he comes back to Preston, oh my god. This club, I think I think we might I genuinely think well, the city's gonna be buzzing, Deep gonna be buzzing.
0: We've got a chance of playoffs. If Arch comes in, we've got a chance of playoffs. Because he's Minim- not player. I think playoffs is the minimum
1: we have to achieve. Oh, okay. The minimum. Okay. I've seen what? enough from us. I feel like <laughs> I've seen enough. But I know this is gonna backfire badly on me.
0: What if he doesn't turn up? Because I think George Hodgson put out something today saying that, you know, with with a new contract that he's signed, potentially we might not be able to offer, you know, the exact same as clubs. Because I know Peter Ridgdale said on From the Finney that we're we're going to be matching any offer we have for, you know, Cameron Archie if he is allowed out on loan. And, you know, he's signed a new contract, which... Let's be honest, everyone anticipated him to sign a new contract. Like, he wasn't going to just not have a new contract at all because he's he's... their biggest prospect. Yeah, absolutely. So, obviously, he's going to have a new contract. So, I feel like, anyway, Uh,
1: I I don't care if his wage is above 20 grand a week, match it. Absolutely match it. Make it pay every penny of it. You're going back against your word, then, aren't you?
0: Like, if, if, if he isn't brought. If he if we don't if he ends up going somewhere else because we haven't you know matched the same offer, then you know we've we've got to have anticipated that he is going to get a new deal. Mm-hmm. So you know let's not be around the bush here. Cameron Archer, Cameron Archer gets you playoffs. That like his goals gets you playoffs. That's yep, That's the absolutely. end of it. So you know if he goes somewhere else in the championship on loan, and, you know, he's not a part of a deal. I know Watford were trying to get him uh, as a part of the SAR deal, and, yeah, fair enough. If that was the only way he was going to be accepted, that's fine. But if if it's just a straight loan with nothing else, then I'll be so disappointed that North End didn't give it a real go. Because, come on. (laughs) I feel like if we was to match...
1: Any the, the, if we was to match everyone else, he chooses. us. He, he chooses us. He absolutely chooses us because I don't. I mean, you never, you never know. He, he might. I mean, I, I mean, I've seen Birmingham and Coventry, Coventry City fans saying they're going to get him. I don't think he goes to. I don't no think chance. he ever gives them a look. No I chance. Don't think yeah. he gives. I think he may give some of the top end clubs like Watford and. You know, Sheffield United, Middlesbrough, and all of them another look, but better look. But I don't think he will give people like Blackburn, Blackpool our uh, respect for us. And I don't think he really considers people like Birmingham, Coventry, Lute, uh, maybe Luton, uh, or like the lower end teams. I don't think he really considers it.
0: What about Seth Vandenberg? I mean, he's been heavily linked with a move to Blackburn. He doesn't go there. You don't think he goes? I, don't, I think Liverpool will even... I, th- I think nope. he's on the bench, I think he's on the bench tonight. I'm, I'm not too sure, but I think apparently he's going to be on the bench tonight. Um, another, um, going on to a listener question that is about the transfer window, it's from the Deep Bell Way on Twitter, is do we think that Market Insights have played any role in the signs that have come in already? Um, you know, we haven't signed any lower league talents and unknown players from abroad. And you know, we've taken, they've said we've took two freebie points on Brady and Woodman, two keepers, and a couple of loans. So, mm-hmm. you know, what what role has Market Insights had on in that for, from our perspective? Because I know, um, Everyone probably anticipated us to be looking here, there, and everywhere, and we were linked with Chappy Kentio, weren't we, from Leganes? Well, he's not. Yeah. A bit, a bit of reality, he was on at Leganes, and we were then heavily linked with Papadopoulos from Dortmund, who was playing in the, um, I think it was second team, uh, Dortmund two. So yeah. I reckon they're clearly they're clearly getting you know. <laughs> identified, it's whether the club go ahead with them. And, you know, especially with needing a uh, visa and needing certain points to get a GBE, I'm unsure how, you know, how the club's going to go around it. You know, if we are going to bring in someone abroad. and The GBE system wasn't around when Reese was brought in. So I'm not sure if Reese would have been eligible for a GBE if he was brought in now. Probably so not. It, it limits us massively. You can still bring in players on GBEs because you, you've seen it with Burnley and, you know, but spending way out of our transfer transfer budget. So, look, yeah, looking abroad probably. Maybe,
1: I, think, I think, I feel like the heart, well, obviously, I don't, I think we'll never 100% know, but I feel like our transfer policy definitely changed. I feel like it's a lot different than it was from this time last year and the year before that. And, you know, it we seems we're actually bringing in players that are going to be worth the money that we're paying them, you know. And uh, I feel like, you know, it's been a better policy. Yeah, granted, one-year contract for Brady, but I think we'll extend that in no time. And I think, uh, you know, obviously... Woodman is a very good squad player for us. And uh who else have we brought in? Not loans. In terms of permanent have we got now? Good back good experience back up. Freddie Woodman, obviously. Brady. What, what what yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh an Alvaro on loan and Troy on loan. Oh. No, it's been a very it's been a very good uh window from us so far, but I just think obviously
0: we need two or three more,
1: just need two or three more. And some of the players we're looking at are you know, really, really
0: promising. I know, I know the um, about apparently, words been like, I'm not, I'm unsure if it was like one in one out. I know Lowe's mentioned he wanted two more in, and he's still not got that. He wanted four in, but we brought in two, uh, so we, he still wants two more in. He wanted a right wing back and a striker. I think Potts has been fantastic, but I still do think that he needs competition there. And obviously we do mm-hmm. need a striker. So you bring in a right wing back and you bring in someone like Cameron Archer up top, you know, where, where are we? And I, th- I, th- I honestly think minimum playoffs, really, when it comes to,
1: you know, if we can get the people that we want in. I mean, I think Norton Coffee was probably someone we were looking at and he's just gone to Rotherham. What a signing that is for them, by the way. Norton Coffee is a very tidy signing for Rotherham. I think he, I think he, I think we should have been all over it. I think in terms of a right wing back, maybe we might look into League One, or maybe in the Premier League, someone who is going to get offloaded. Maybe we can look there, or somewhere abroad. Maybe. Would you rather think... focus
0: on potentially bringing two options up top? Maybe, maybe, maybe attacking midfielder. Because I mentioned that last pod. If we are going to stick with this one-strike formation, you know, Potts having, <laughs> you know, he's playing the best football I've I've seen in a pressing North End shirt for him. Right yes. back, and I don't, I know he needs I know we need um, competition. But could you potentially see an attacking midfielder brought in as you know someone else? Maybe I don't know. Um, I'm not too. Sure. Sure.
1: I know you've mentioned that we might need another attacking midfielder, like an attacking midfielder. But I don't know. I think we're, I, I think we're fine. I think we're fine in that in that aspect. I would focus on just bringing a right wing back and a striker. Just bringing Cameron Archer on loan, and get us a right wing back on a permanent. I feel we, if we're gonna get Archer on loan, make the right wing back permanent. Okay. okay. Because we can't, I, 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 don't want us to rely too much on loans. Because if we, if we don't achieve the playoffs and we don't get that money, then I think that makes us. I think that puts us in a very weird situation next year. We rebuild again, aren't have, have to be permanent. Yeah, we're going again. We have to build the squad again, and I feel like we need some guarantees for next season. The players that are going to stay here, you know, the right wing back. We need the right wing back to come in and just, you know, offer pox competition. And you now, obviously, we just need to get people tied down to contracts and just don't re- stop relying on loans because that was the one of the good things about the Woodman signing is that he wasn't a loan keeper, that we weren't going to lose him at the end of the season because he's a permanent option. And I feel like that probably,
0: that sold a lot of my nerves. I thought we well, were just going to go get another loan. Surely now he's a massive asset for the club, with, you know, he's five clean sheets in a row, and, yeah, five clean sheets in a row. He doesn't look like conceding, but obviously he will. And he's been commanded his area. You know, he's still he's still quite young. I'm unsure how how young is it. How young he is? I'll, I'll find out now. But you know, he's a massive asset for the club. You know, we've bought brought him in from Newcastle on. You know. Uh, I'm I'm unsure. a lowish fee for what he should cost, and you know he's now he's now something we can sell on, and that's what North End should be. You know, buying low and selling high, and that's what we've done with you know many players before. Daniel Johnson, I know we haven't sold him for fifty grand, and he's probably worth about three or four million now. Callum Robinson, you know. Low again. We bought brought him in. I'm not even sure how much we brought in. Robinson, Alan Brown for ten grand. I'm unsure, but I feel like we've got to go back to picking up these players. Maybe taking some gambles, like maybe taking a few gambles here and there. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least you're at least you're trying to bring in players because we're a selling club. At the end of the day, we we lose money at the end of every season. We need to sell. To make the books, you know, to, to, to make the books fine because we're losing double figures in millions each year as a club. So mm-hmm. we need to sell to balance the books. So yep. why don't we try and bring in some, you know, young, exciting players on a permanent deal, and, you know, stick them on a two, three year deal who need to prove themselves, especially like Woodburn? You know, Woodburn's a fantastic showing because, you know, he. He was meant to be the next big thing at Liverpool, and it didn't work out. But we have giving him a chance. Mm-hmm. And he, if he takes this chance, I know he's not forced his way in. But if he, he forces his way in and becomes a massive player for us, exactly, it's a ma- massive win for North End. You know, you brought in a player for you know on a free, or you can mm-hmm. bring in a player on next for nothing, and they have a massive effect on you know the team. And then sell them on. It's for me, it's. Just screaming out for North End. I know Lowe wants quality in here and now, but we still have to look for the future of North End. But Lowe seems to want here and now. Mm-hmm. So that's like... We've been under the drum about, you know, Brandon Thomas Asante, bring him in. He's, you know, 22-23. He's scoring loads of goals uh, in, in League Two was for Salford. And, you know, take a punt on him. But, you know... exactly. I still feel like we'll end up with someone like, I don't know, someone who's like 32, 33, who has next to no resale value, but, you know, has one one good season. So it is, I feel like Ryan Lowe's taking a punt on now that we force our way into playoffs this season.
1: Yeah. And if
0: so, back him for this season, but you've got to have a backup plan. Because if we don't make playoffs this season and he's heavily backed just for this season, You know, with loans and stuff, we've got a massive rebuild job in the summer, haven't we, Jack? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Again, like I think loans just puts the pressure on the squad to deliver now because, you know, we're not going to have the same quality next season. You know, unless we recruit very well. But uh, I feel like I do do see the potential in going for the playoffs this season, though. I do think the, the opportunity is there. No one in the championship really stands out. And I think now, I think this season really is our time to really push for it. And I feel like this is the best opportunity we've had in a while. And you know, if we just get Cameron Archer in on loan and a right wing back on a permanent deal or another loan, uh someone who will provide quality and depth and really push pots for that starting spot, then I just I just think we have to go
0: for it. Mm. I think we will. If, if 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 the deals get done, I think we will have a massive chance. And we've been saying it for ages. We have. Exactly. We'll have a massive chance if the players are brought in. Because I believe in Ryan Lowe. I'm guessing you do as well. The football's been fantastic. You, you put the ball in the back of the net in this system. You know, we're rocking and rolling. It's It's easy to see because we look solid at the back. We don't look like conceding. And we're creating loads of chances from wide. You know, you got Brady swinging in loads across his pots, bombarding down the wing. We just need to want to, you know, be clinical. But as I've mentioned, I've as I've mentioned, again. yeah, just if Reese does stay, and I know I'm going back to Reese, you've got to get him involved. You have to get a 20 goal season striker involved. If he's on the bench, you're missing out because he brings so much to this team. He does. He brings goals. Absolutely. And it's what we're lacking. It is what we're lacking. That's all we're lacking at the moment. Like, I couldn't film North End at all, besides the ball not hitting the back of the net. And he's the one in the squad right now who he, he's a striker. He's a 20-goal-a-season striker. You have to get him involved. Yeah. So, you've got to give him confidence. And once one goal goes in, you know, potentially scores against Wolves tomorrow or today, whenever this is coming out, give him a chance in the first team. Give him a chance with Parrot. If Archer does not come in, I mean, I'm unsure whether he does or not, because he might not even be allowed out on loan. You've got to give Reese a chance. Absolutely. I think, yeah. I've, I've got nothing else to add on to that. It just... It is what it is, isn't it? You've got to give your main striker a chance. Because <laughs> we all we'll to right. start majority of this season. But, yeah, it, I am backing him to score tomorrow if he starts. So, yeah. your prediction was 1-0, Rhys goal. For Wolves, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say 3-1 Wolves with Reese scoring. But, uh, yeah, I don't think we'll go far in uh, the cup, I think this will be the end. Um, I'd like to be proven wrong to be fair. You know, if we have a cup run, that'll be fantastic. Potentially have another Premier League club away day, yeah, yeah, Northern north, north One that'll be nice. Uh, n- nice, trip. nice trip, nice May- trip, maybe do the over. Have want a nice
1: look, continue the momentum, really. Just want us to continue the momentum,
0: yeah, of like. Seeing as like, we don't want to. If we go to Wolves and get a clean sheet again, that's What what's that, what's that saying?
1: We can fight with these clubs, we can fight, we, we can challenge the top clubs. I feel like we can challenge anyone who really, who, anyone we face.
0: Yeah, that's literally it. So I still feel we'll lose against Wolves, but moving on to Saturday, a massive game against Cardiff. And as I said at the start of the podcast, you can either look at it one or two ways, really, can't you? If we lose it, we've won and winning five or six. And then, so if we win it, we're right up there. How do you see the game against Cardiff going? I think it'll be, I think it'll be the toughest out
1: the game so far, uh, I feel like, I mean, Cardiff are coming off the back of a defeat, aren't they, against Bristol City in the derby? <laughs> so actually, I feel like they want to prove a point, and you know, I think Cardiff, you know, the way they set up, they tried to be defen- they tried to be defensively solid, you know, they tried to be tough to break down, but I don't, I see, I see us beating them one nil.
0: One nil. And who's gonna be on the score sheet?
1: Emil Reese.
0: I think he'll score midweek and then score at the weekend.
1: Ex- exactly. not yet exactly. I don't know why. I just have that feeling.
0: The ball shout, and you know, I'd love to see Reese score That you know, two goals, one midweek and one not. I'm gonna go two one. I think I think Cardiff will break break our clean sheet records. We've been smashing, you know, gone five games without continuing. But I, I think we'll score and I think we'll score two. Because once we score one, I think the barricades will open and I think we'll score another one. Then you'll be feeling a lot, lot more confident about yourself. So, yeah. 2-1 yeah. North End at okay. the weekend in the big game. Focus on Cardiff. Don't focus on Wolves because, you know, we might get yeah, knocked out. Cardiff's the big game. Cardiff's a huge Cardiff game, so game. fingers crossed we're back after Cardiff. You know, happy as Larry because if we do end up losing, we'll be a bit, a bit down because you know It'll you're probably looking prepared. at that negative side of you know the start rather than a positive start. But yeah, cheers Jack for coming on once again, and uh, no, yeah, cheers, cheers listeners for listening to another I'm episode watching, of the watching. Butterfly Podcast, and uh, yeah. Also, before you go, make sure you follow us on TikTok. We have a new TikTok um, account. We've just started it. Uh, we're using face cams, and we've got little snippets of the podcast put on there. So, uh, yeah, you can let us know your thoughts on that, and that'd uh, really help. And obviously, our uh, other um, other social medias, uh, Instagram and Twitter. So, follow both of us, all of us on that. Uh, to make sure you keep up with uh, the podcast but unless you've got anything else to say we'll leave it there
1: no mate
0: Uh, I'm all done thank you for having me on it's okay perfect right cheers guys and cheers listeners for listening
1: cheers